Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. A pastor faces possible jail sentence for housing homeless people inside his church in the cold. A clerk from Kentucky who was fined $260,000 appeals to the Supreme Court. And Anthony Harper interviews David Bedeen. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. Christian Post reports, a pastor has been arraigned, faces possible jail sentence for housing homeless people inside of his church on a cold weekend. We've all seen sub-zero temperatures across many states already in January, but in Ohio, a pastor was arraigned in municipal court, has been slapped with violating 18 zoning law violations, all charges related to keeping his church open around the clock to simply invite the homeless in from the cold. Pastor Chris Avell, who pastors the non-denominational Dad's Place in Bryan, Ohio, which is a town of about 8,400 people, small town, about 50 miles southwest of Toledo. He pled not guilty to the charges in court, his attorney told Christian Post. But another law firm is getting involved. First Liberty Institute told Christian Post and their attorney, Jeremy Dice, quote, yesterday the city of Bryan, Ohio arraigned Pastor Chris on criminal charges. Criminal, it's a crime, he could go to jail. For having his church open 24 seven, he pled not guilty as any pastor should who is simply doing what churches throughout history have done care for those who walk through their doors no matter the time of day. We hope the mayor, Carrie Schlade, or Schlade, will drop all those charges and begin talking with us about how Pastor Chris and Dad's Place will continue to contribute to the wonderful community of Bryan." End quote. A court filing states that because Dad's Place is zoned as a central business, the church building is prohibited from allowing people to eat or wash clothes or sleep on the property. Well, it's a business, so you can't have people eating there. The release was signed by Rusky, cited legal president in state law supporting that religious organizations cannot create homeless shelters within their property that violate local zoning codes. Pastor Chris Avell pushed back against any claim that he's running a homeless shelter, explaining his church has simply put in things that people can use. The church has a shower. The church has a laundromat. They're just open for business. That's the news or thanks to christianpost.com. Let's go ahead and discern the spirits in this story. In this story, we have human actors. We have a pastor, a church, homeless people, the mayor, 
the, the courts and the lawyers. Those are the humans. Where are the non-human spirits? How do we discern the spirit of God, the angels, the demons? We do this through the lens of biblical morality as it influences the human actors to choose good or evil, right or wrong. So for example, let's say you're Pastor Chris Avo and you see your brothers and sisters on the street and you want to care for them because it's in your pastoral nature to care for the poor. But this, this whispering voice comes to you and it's a demon and it says to you, pastor, don't you dare care for those people. Close your doors because there's a zoning restriction. You're gonna get in trouble. In fact, I'm gonna punish you and close your church and make you, make you go to jail, make you pay fines if you love your neighbor. Does he listen to the demon? No, he listens to the Spirit of God on the other shoulder and the voice of God through the angels are whispering to him, love your neighbor, even if it costs you your reputation, even if it costs you fines or jail, love your neighbor, care for those who are needing to come in from the cold. And Pastor Chris Avell, we discern upon you, the Spirit of God, you listened to him and you did the right thing. The Bible says in James 4, therefore to him who knows the good he ought to do and doesn't do it, to him it is sin. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray for those who are uh, doing the right thing. They're not in sin, but they are loving the poor and they're caring for their neighbor, even at great personal cost. Father, we bless them and we ask you to bless them and reward them. Give them justice in the courts, in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break, when we come back, a clerk is fined over $260,000 for refusing to do gay marriage appeals to the Supreme Court. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. I'm Dr. Chaps. We want you to sign a petition today to stand with Israel. They are under such attack with Arabs and Muslims killing Jews, but here is the Bible territory that God promised to the Israeli and Jewish people. Even in 1993, in the Oslo Accords, Yasser Arafat agreed, these are the current borders of Israel and it's their land. Let's sign that petition, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, PrayInJesusName.org, sign it today. I'm Dr. Chaps. You know, Jesus taught the parable about sowing the seed and you don't want it wasted, you want it to grow with 30, 60, 100 fold for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. I'll tell you, three mission areas that we're doing here at Pray In Jesus Name. I think our charity does more with less than any other charity I know. We are fertile seed. For example, number one, we pray in millions of television homes every day or every weekend on eight networks. We have 2.5 billion home TV impressions every month. The second area, we feed orphans and children in some of the poorest slums overseas. We're building a new vocational school, we're digging wells, and we're serving the poor when you give to pray in Jesus' name. Number three, we defend religious freedom, especially for our troops and our chaplains. We've now helped send five million petitions to Congress. We've helped change bad laws or policies in 13 states and four times in federal law. You know my story as a former Navy chaplain, standing up for the right to pray in Jesus' name and defending religious freedom. Would you donate today? In fact, we want you to come up monthly pledge sponsor. When you visit PrayInJesusName.org, on the right side, click the monthly pledge sponsor button at PrayInJesusName.org. Your monthly gift 
will help change the world in Jesus' name. I'm Dr. Chaps. Do you wanna get free news alerts faster than everybody else? Do you wanna get invitations to private events to come meet me in person? Do you wanna get a free religious freedom window decal? Pick up your phone, it's right there by your hand, and text this word, text the word PRAY to 24365. Text the word PRAY to 24365 and we'll sign you up. Then call us at 866-OBEY-GOD, again that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, to get a free religious freedom sticker. Call today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from Fox News, who com <coughs> completes the story about Kim Davis, the former Kentucky County clerk who refused to personally sign gay marriage licenses. Her county still issued the licenses. Other clerks signed in her place, but she wanted a personal exemption, didn't care to endorse other people's sin, and so she was punished. Kim Davis, a devout Christian, is now appealing to the Supreme Court after she found herself in the middle of a national controversy back in 2015 when she personally refused to sign the homosexual marriage licenses of applicants in her county due to her personal religious beliefs that marriage is between one man and one woman, as the Bible says, as it really is in God's view. But now years later, this is like eight years after the fact, a federal judge ruled that the former clerk has got to pay $260,000 in legal fines and fees. Expenses to the complainers, David Emerald and David Moore, a gay couple who were offended that she wouldn't sign their certificate. Although they got their certificate, other clerks signed it. They wanted to make her sign it. So now she's got to pay a quarter million dollars. The case is up for appeal and their attorney our friend and former guest on this show, Matt Staver of Liberty Council, said the following, quote, the plaintiffs in this case are part of a larger agenda that are intent on punishing people of faith who hold the values that marriage is the union of a man and a woman. While it appears at this stage that they've been able to succeed in punishing Kim Davis, this case now is set up that it could possibly be the undoing of the very case that started this whole matter, and that is Obergefell versus Hodges of the Supreme Court from 2015 that, by the way, has no basis in the Constitution, end quote. Matt Staver told Fox that Kim Davis loves all people, and she came to God after her own mother-in-law on her deathbed told her to get her life in order and go to church. She went to church, honored her dying mother-in-law's wishes, and came to Christ and refused to sin after that. Matt Staver confirmed, quote, she heard all about God's forgiveness and grace and committed her life to the Lord and it dramatically changed her. She has no ill will toward anyone. And even after the jury verdict came in with $100,000 for the David and David gay couple, the Ermolds, she still has no ill will towards them. She has no personal animosity. She is an amazing woman and she is a gentle woman." End quote. In appealing to the United States Supreme Court, Liberty Council will now argue that Kim Davis 
who could not bring herself to violate her deeply held Christian beliefs was entitled to a religious accommodation under the First Amendment. A separate case against her did not find Davis liable to pay any monetary damages for her actions. Even the jury said, eh, she shouldn't be forced to pay a fine, but the judge overruled that and forced her to pay the fine. Matt Staver explained, quote, clerks in Kentucky were provided conscience opt-outs for hunting licenses and fishing licenses. If you like deer or fish, you don't have to sign those. You get an opt-out. But Kim Davis wanted a conscience opt-out for same-sex marriage licenses, end quote, and she was denied and fined more than a quarter million dollars because she is a Christian. That's the news, or thanks to Fox News and also Matt Staver for that report. Kim Davis, we discern upon you the Spirit of God. Um, you know, there are times when we all have to decide who is influencing us. Is it the devil influencing you to sin, Kim Davis? Oh, just sign the gay marriage. You can violate your conscience. You can violate God's command. And you'll get promoted. You'll have a great political career. She could be running for governor by now. But instead, she chose to listen to the Spirit of God, who said, do the right thing even if it costs you everything. Refuse to endorse other people's sin and show them love by speaking the truth and not endorsing their sin. That is the loving thing to do toward that gay couple, is to refuse to tell them that it's good when in fact it's evil. The Bible says this in Deuteronomy 16, you shall not pervert justice nor show partiality. Don't take a bribe. For a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and twists the words of the righteous. Let's pray about this. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name for Kim Davis that she would be vindicated by the Supreme Court, that the Supreme Court would not only give her a religious opt-out and grant people of faith a right of conscience, as the First Amendment obviously says that she has the freedom of religious expression, but Father, we pray that Obergefell itself is overturned, that the Supreme Court, in their wisdom, would say there is no fundamental constitutional right to sin, but instead that we have the freedom to obey God. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. My friend David Bedeen, who I interviewed back a few years ago in Israel, is now appearing before the Israeli Knesset and explaining how the UN is using your taxpayer dollars to teach Palestinian children to hate and kill Jews after this. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back, the My Pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, My Pillow 2.0. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a My Pillow or not, you need to get the brand new My Pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time, when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray In Jesus' Name's ministry. 
Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement and we support your work at MyPillow.com. Remember everybody, when you visit, use the promo code PRAYNEWS, you get a big discount and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support. They get a lot of help, a little bit, a lot of help. (laughs) We need all we can get for Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. For a limited time, you get premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, and that's the lowest price in history. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. The MyPillow Topper, for the first time, has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow mattress topper. It's just like a firm cloud. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. Go to MyPillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you can get my premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, joined now by Dr. Anthony Harper, who's going to introduce his friend, who I met when I was in Israel. David Vadin is a researcher, a, a Jewish man who is testifying before the Knesset, their version of parliament. Welcome, Dr. Anthony Harper. Uh, who is David Bedin and what is UNRWA that he's gonna talk about? David Bedin is an expert on UNRWA, which stands for United Nations Relief Work and Agency, and, and, and this is supposed to have been a humanitarian effort, but really is a propaganda thing right now. But he's speaking in the Knesset, exposing this anti-Semitic, this uh, Jew-hating, uh, terrorist organization, UNRWA. He's very bold about this this presentation in the Knesset. And UNRWA is funded by the UN, which is funded by Joe Biden and American taxpayer dollars. Uh, Not by Donald Trump, who had cut that off, but it was restored by Joe Biden, and they are funding children's coloring books featuring murderers who kill Jews for the Palestinian children, because it's for a good cause. Okay, let's roll this clip with David Vadim. I, I grew up in the United States, in Philadelphia, where I first met Frank Hunt, who was appointed by the American Friends Service Committee to handle UNRWA. And it was a humanitarian organization at the time. Wasn't so, it was not a Zionist organization, but they did what they could to stop violence. And when I came to Israel in 1970, ever since I've been involved, and seven years ago, I mean, uh, in 1987, started an agency to investigate UNRWA. Until recently, I was talking about the reform of UNRWA. I cannot do that anymore after this war. The time has come for the government of Israel to declare the UNRWA not only in Gaza, but we've been filming. I, we, our agency films the schools, films the UNRWA schools in Judea, Samaria, J- Jerusalem, and in Gaza. We have four Arab workers and four Jewish workers. We are prevented from making our case in Israel. 
We cannot get on television. We can't get into one university. And the one university that we, we, we did, we did make a presentation, the whole thing is it was as if it didn't happen. We need the foreign press and the foreign diplomats to ask questions. You know, in the Bible, we have someone called Jethro, and he made sure that Moses would act correctly, and you are our Jethros. Okay, when you hear what I'm talking about, you can ask difficult, difficult questions, not on the nice people here, but the people who are welcoming Blinken this week to Israel and, uh, and, and, and suggesting to him that Gaza be handed over to UNRWA. UNRWA is not only an anti-Semitic organization of hatred. No, it's much worse than that. Well, I have a book here, Roadblock to Peace. I'm going to, every one of you, I have more copies upstairs. Uh, this, is a, this is how the, the, uh, how the UNRWA perpetuates the Middle East conflict. Now, why, how do they get away with it? Well, the budget of $3.6 billion is used where? Mostly in the Israel economy, and people, excuse me, are bought off. There's no, uh, no, no other way to say it. We suggest, uh, we suggest examination of every organization that invests in UNRWA and gives to UNRWA. The, the redefinition of UNRWA as a hostile terrorist organization needs to be in, in criminal responsible of the Commissioner General of UNRWA. I know I'm sitting next to a gentleman, a, a diplomat from Switzerland, Philip Lazzarini, who has conducted a criminal organization and with no accountability. We have to take the Mr. Lazzarini very seriously. Because if you look at the website, they have just responded to us. We, we, we showed our films. We have 24 films. We'd like to show them to all the embassies. And we're, we're not allowed to do that in, in Israel. The TV knocks us out. We can't, but we have to go to the foreigners. Uh, the, the embassies are, play a very important role to get, to get the truth out. We have to investigate, a, a, initiate a criminal investigation of UNRWA and their involvement in terrorist organizations. The criminal, the commission, the research division of the Knesset needs to gather evidence to present the UN Secretary General with the war crimes of UNRWA. If they're going to deal with the hog, with a, with a, with a fake accusation against Israel, let's have some real accusations against what UNRWA is doing. Um, the, with every, employee, every employee of UNRWA who is a member of a terrorist organization has to, be, has to be taken into account and indicted and possibly arrested. We have, there's a whole generation that doesn't know the legacy of UNRWA. How was UNRWA started? We, we interviewed the family of, of, of Folk Bernadotte, a Swedish diplomat who was later assassinated, who conceptualized the, uh, the inalienable right of return to Palestine as a contrast to the Jewish concept of, of um, law of return. Now, what about UNHCR? We went, we went to Geneva. We, went, uh, we, took our, our, we, uh, we took our staff to New York. UNHCR cannot replace UNRWA because one UN agency cannot replace another. But what we can do, and the diplomats play a very, very important role, we can ask, we can ask the UNRWA and demand that UNRWA replicate the principles of, of, of UNHCR and adapt that to, to the whole point. I'm a social work professional. That's how you have to work. You work inside the system. But... And there's no transparency of $1.6 billion coming in. The first investigation we did in the 1980s was the disappearance of money for medical equipment, which continues to disappear. And there's no one calling it. Why? Because the medical equipment is being, excuse me, I am, I am a loyal Israeli, but being sold to medical services in Israel. It's profitable. There are many, many people in Israel making, making money from the fact that they can get cheap medical equipment from, 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 from UNRWA. David, um, just to explain that so they don't think that Israel takes the equipment, is Hamas receive the equipment and then sells it to someone else. It can be in Israel, it can be foreign or anywhere else. Correct. UNRWA receives the, the equipment and sends it, and sends it abroad. You know, Hamas 
working with the Palestinian Authority. It's one great partnership. And the, the, uh, this is very important. It's not being investigated. And the, the other things which aren't being investigated, which can be. I, we, have on, uh, we have our films. We, we sent, uh, sent photographers to film the graffiti around the schools uh, in, in Bethlehem, 915 pictures of murder. And, and, and the, the, the UNRWA takes no response. says we have not, nothing to do with it. They're, 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 these are kids who come out of schools where they learn that kind of art. Um, the, the new school <laughs> curriculum, there was a hope. There was a hope in 2000 when there would be a new school curriculum, it would be one for peace. And many countries were involved in And as a matter of fact, forgive me for insulting someone who's, who's passed away, Shimon Peres said that there was a peace curriculum. It didn't exist. But look at it. Look at it for what it is. It's not a Hamas curriculum. It's a PA Hamas. PA, PA curriculum approved by all the donor countries. Now, last, 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 but, last but not least, the gentleman who spoke before me, who was in the army, huh, the, 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 all the foreign government, we, okay, we went to all the, all the donors of UNRWA, do you know about weapons in the schools? They, not one of them, they all denied it. Now it's real and now people are being killed because of it. And I appeal to the, to the, uh, to the people here who are diplomats, look at the fact that, that, that the IDF hasn't gone into Bethlehem yet or into the owner camps in, in, in Jerusalem. Those are filled with weapons. I ask you to please, also members of Knesset, I'm sorry I'm speaking in English, <clears throat> ask for accountability. Why is the army not confiscating the, why is there not an order from the foreign ministry to confiscate the weapons? What do I get from the foreign ministry? It doesn't exist. There's something wrong here. There's something wrong here that they're saying it doesn't exist, and this is a, a life-threatening situation to all of us, and, and that, that's very important. And last but not least, a con constructive thing. There was something called the U.S. UNRWA Accord, which was signed uh, two years ago under, under President Biden, which forbids which, the, the American government forbidding the uh, aid to UNRWA unless they would change their school system. Well, we now know that the foreign ministry says, well, you know, you don't have to keep it because we're, we're working with UNRWA on other things. That is not acceptable. So all I can say is there's a lot to be done, and last but not least, look at this from the school book, new school book of the Palestinian Authority. This is a picture of a woman who murdered 36 Jews, and she, she's featured in this book. We went, to, we went to New York, showed this to Guterres, the UN Secretary General. He, he gave an order to UNRWA to pull it out. Well, they put it back in three months ago, and we've, 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 located, well, we've located all the, the ambassadors. What about what's going on here? And the glorification of murder never existed in the school books of Nazi Germany. It does in UNRWA and in the PA. So all I can say is you have a role to play to raise, to raise these questions. My friends in the Knesset, I haven't given up on you, but <laughs> I can tell you that it's when you, when, when you ask the question from abroad, it does affect. And I have a copy of, the, of my recommendations in English and Hebrew. Happy to share them. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. David Bedin. So, Anthony, you have met David Bedin on several occasions. Is his testimony before the Knesset consistent with what he's told you in the past and I'm sure what he's told us when we interviewed him for our TV show? It's very consistent, although he made it very clear in his Knesset presentation that since the war on Israel, October 7th, 2023, that he has now calling for, uh, he's calling that this UN agency UNRWA a terrorist organization. Okay. We're out of time, but I want people to support Dr. Anthony Harper at imcnews.org. Also, our website is prayinjesusname.org. Would you sign a petition there for Israel today? It's free. Just go to prayinjesusname.org. Under the header, you can see Israel. Click on that and sign a petition. 
God bless you in Jesus' name. If you need prayer, call us at 866-ObeyGod. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.